Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Goal Lounge TV. For those of you who are joining us for the first time, um, we hope you stick around long enough to come back again. For those of you who are making a return, which I see is zero people, which is fantastic. That's okay. We're still starting out. We've still got a lot to um, improve on. But yeah, we are Goal Lounge, and this is our pre-match multi show of the Premier League, where we're going to discuss what happened last week, and we're going to discuss what's happening this weekend. So our cast consists of, at the moment, four guys. We have someone who's MIA. His name is Nick. I largely think it's because <laughs> finally won a game last week, so he's been celebrating the whole week. That's, that's what it is. Um, but we're going to kick off with Selo, uh, or they also call him Lolo, which I found out for the first time on the weekend. I was like, no, Selo. And someone said to me, he's like, no, his name is Lolo. I was like, Selo, Lolo. I was like, who is this the same guy? They said, no, it's the same guy, because we're talking about another Lolo. Now I'm getting sidetracked. But anyway, Lolo's our <laughs> guy. He's our financial Man United fan, and he has to be the financial guy because the Glazers are embezzling all the money from United, so he's, he needs to keep tabs of that. We've got Mosler, <laughs> who is our Chelsea fan, once a former pro, played for Mvela. He helped Amatux um, get to promotion in the PSL. He wasn't part of the squad that got relegated, though, so we'll, we'll give him a, a pass there. And then we've got Wonga, who is the mighty Gunners fan, who hopefully he's going to be a more, more vocal this time around, largely because his team... Um, had a promising start, but he's also a coach at Cuba Coaching and he's doing his badges and his coaching licenses and aspiring UEFA coach. So, yeah, who wants to kick off, lads? Uh, dope, dope, man. Good I to think, be on the I show think, again. I think, I think the guys who, who, who played this weekend can, can kick off. Yeah, let's, ah, let's start with one. Arsenal, Arsenal, yeah, Arsenal, let's give it to Arsenal. They won, they won. No. So. <laughs> no. and, they, and they kept a clean sheet. <laughs> yeah, imagine. But it's not even, it's not even that. It's the way they did it. Yo, guys, yeah, uh, I've been waiting for a team, well, Arsenal to play like that in a long time. I mean, you're watching Una Emery, like I even said it last week, watching him. Yes, you could even see the players didn't know, <laughs> it looked like they didn't know. Let me say it like that, didn't know what to do. But with um, this weekend, there was a bit of... I know it's Fulham. I know it's Fulham. I, I understand. But last last year, you could have seen if Arsenal played, a, um, let's say, a, a week, expected week opposition, it was dicey, you know. But that win on the weekend, it was sure. Um, it was uh, purposeful and everything, I mean, just went, looked like it went according to plan. And a William, yo, that looked, that looked like the William I saw at, uh, at Shakhtar Donetsk. Before he uh, made a move yeah. to, at uh, before he made a move to Chelsea, so that uh, I'm I'm just happy about everything. I can't lie, I, and some but uh, still still Shaka, mm, yeah, it works at Fulham. I just wonder if they'll use him against a Chelsea and a Liverpool. Yeah, well, I you said Fulham. It's like the whole ham. There's no half. You have to have the full ham. The whole ham. Fulham, 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 same thing. Yeah, but yeah, I, I just, I'm just, that's the one thing I just, I'm not too sure about. Saka's not, yeah, it's not the kind of player I would play in a team. But yeah. It was that's, good that's to see Obama Yang's uh, uh, cracker. Hey, did you see that goal? <laughs> and it was a replica of what he did against, uh, what you, was it, was it, uh, was it Man City? Got the ball. I mean, I, I mean, as a defender, I would think to myself, you know, Try force him on the left side, but yeah, yeah, as soon as he put the thing on the right side, you knew you knew where it was going. If you look at slow motion, you can even hear when he hit it. When you could see when he hit it, you, yeah, top corner. No, interesting thing is, you say it's a replica goal. It's a replica goal. Like he scored against 
Liverpool and he scored against City. And then if you if you think he's going to be on his right, he cuts it on to his left and he does what? Yeah. Uh, to Kazuma. Because yeah. <laughs> he, he, he killed Kazuma in the FA Cup final. Hey, Musa. Didn't 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 Abama Yang kill? I'm not talking about Arsenal here. What's going on? We're talking about Abama Yang. I'm sure Abama Yang has taken a plenty of defenders across the league and showed them a couple what what it takes to 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 perform at that level. So Zuma is not alone. Are they coming? But yeah, man, he's not I think it's good news that apart from I think the stroke of genius from Oteta, by the way, was the fact that they had Arsenal playing in blue. Because they had two away kits. <laughs> the other one was the white kit. Wonga absolutely hates it. But, I mean, to put William in a blue kit, yeah. make your dad feel at home, whip out three it's assists easy. in the process, and get, get off the mark like that. I think that was a stroke of genius. I don't know what you guys think about that. I think Wonga's yeah. internally wearing the wrong shirt. You should wear like a blue yeah, away kit. This shirt just brings like memories. You don't want to get stuck in the past. It's a big no-no. Yeah. But from the past, it's weird. With yeah, Arsenal, not, yeah, not last season. We, 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 we tend to see Arsenal um, do well. Uh, do very, very well. Um, mm. The first couple of weeks, all the way up to November, December. Maybe with lockdown and uh, yes. um, you know playing behind mm. uh, empty stadiums, it might help them come December time into January because that's sometimes where they falter um, historically. Yeah. I don't know yeah, like, I mean, uh, if you think that's a thing, by Bong. Yeah, look. Yeah, Wonga. Yeah, no, no, Musa's right. That that really does happen, uh, and it's yeah, it's one thing to consider as well. Um, I don't know if Arteta has that in his head as well, but yeah, that's Arsenal. They were always, or well, before Unai, when Wenger was there, um, there was always a good start and they'd be, you yeah. know, pretty well always competing. They stood there, come, you knew, come the uh, next year, it went down. But another thing I also mm. picked up, I saw it was, it was the, I think, the first five minutes. Um, I don't know if you guys saw the game, they passed the ball to who was it? It was. Gabriel it wasn't William. It was it was tyranny. It was tyranny. Yes, and then they passed the ball to yeah. Gabriel. Uh, was it Maitland Miles? We passed the ball to Gabriel, and then he left the ball, and then the, it and went then, to the keeper. And, and well, then they went to save, the yeah. yeah, yeah, you saw that. You see that there. <laughs> you see that's the thing. That's what um, Arteta. What's his name? No, um, Pep Pep Guardiola. That's his soccer. That's what he likes. You see. Yeah. Um, but I think and, back, I, yeah. and I, yeah, passing back to the keeper, and I think it's good. But it's uh, it's one that has to be played with with such such confidence. Like yes, you you put at the back, but you need to make sure that you don't make a mistake. Like if you don't yeah. make the mistake and you do it well, you you can you can beat any team because you're drawing them back, and it, that's exactly what they're doing. He's making them all come to him, He's pulling these three strikers yeah. towards the, the the defenders, and once the three strikers are, are there. It's creating gaps in the middle. You're gonna try. Then what happens? You're gonna see the guys trying to press, 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 and then you try to play over them. I mean, there's most, much more space at the back. But yeah. you see now if they, if they continue it, it's fine. I mean, they will definitely continue it, but they they need to make sure that they they do it right. Otherwise, you're gonna end up like uh, was that man? Was it? It was Man City when Pep Guardiola just started off in the Premier League. Yeah, mm. no, and I think it's a good it's a, it's a good thing that he's kind of like trying to implement his own style. So I think you know with with more practice, um, obviously Gabriel has only been there for probably like two weeks, 
Uh, I think with just a bit more more games under his belt, he'll he'll also be okay. Um, and then obviously, I think your midfield, man, um, against bigger teams, I don't think Al Nini is the guy to play in your centre mid. Um, I was surprised when you said Shaka. Shaka's been good since Arteta came. I think he's been he's been yeah. the Shaka that that, that, that we know that he can be. Shit, man. Why was Al Nini involved? Because no, I was okay, surprised that guy for me is completely overrated. He's lasted longer because he's playing for Arsenal for some reason. I don't know why. And they've been so desperate that he is a star player in that midfield. That is one yeah. player who should have been. I mean, who wears a captain's armband? I know we, this is last season stuff, and we actually need to be talking about this season. But who wears a captain's <laughs> armband? Flips off the whole stadium and everything. I mean, look, Arsenal fans are a lot to deal with. No, uh, sorry about that, Long, but it's a true story. Um, but he flips off the whole stand and then still comes back and he still has a place in this team. If I was manager, first thing I say, well, dude, unlucky. You've, you've made your bed, you've slept in it, and I'll piss off. Done. Yeah. But somehow still playing and that's a key player for you guys. And if that's a key player for you guys, that's a problem. Yeah. I guess it highlighted how like the manager was losing reins yeah, no. of, of the, the change room at Arsenal. Yeah. And ultimately cost him his yeah, job. I think they were but really on, on a positive side, though, Wonga, we do know that both your new signings, they came in against Arsenal, they did the job, one got a goal, the other one got three assists, and on top of it, at the end of this all, Obama Young signed a new contract. So you guys are looking good. Very, very yeah, good. No, no, that's, I'm happy about it. Yeah. yeah. And he's getting, he's getting, he's getting the same as possible now. Okay. Uh, we're going to do too much about Arsenal, clearly. <laughs> We understand it's like their first win in a long time, but hey, but you can't give them two minutes. And it's against the team we all said will be relegated, so let's just move on. Yeah, yeah, yeah and it's fair because <laughs> Fulham didn't look, they didn't, they, they didn't seem impressive as well. Like they never really shone uh, against Arsenal. Hundred percent. Yeah, I won't, yeah. I won't lie. Even yeah, that goal that KBL scored, that was poor defending. Yo, that was poor. poor, mm. poor. Gonna be a tough season for Fulham, but let's move on to the the cracker of the weekend, the four three, the game that um, welcomed everyone back to the Premier League and largely I think a lot of got tongues wagging a little bit for a lot of different reasons. Obviously Liverpool beat four three. Who wants to uh, comment on that? I mean I, I can, can I, comment. Can I, can I comment? Can I comment first? Eh? Can I comment? Yeah, yeah no, there's a there's a great game between, between United and and Penapool. Um, I think that's the new. Penapool, penalty pool. Like, yeah, Nobody's touching my penalty. Nobody's touching my penalty. About taking penalties. Mosa, please talk some sense because this guy's talking nonsense. I'm just saying, I'm just saying that Liverpool, you know, they won the game, yes, and they scored two penalties. So, so for this week, can we just call them penalty? <laughs> <laughs> Are we going to say the same when the United penalties come up? <laughs> you, can, you can say it. I, I, I'll take it as much as I dish it out, man. You know what I mean? The like, <laughs> only, only reason Liverpool got penalties this weekend was because United weren't playing. So they're like, we've got to distribute the load. Yeah, <laughs> cool. They've got to keep the numbers up. The numbers of yeah, the they gave, they, gave Chelsea, they gave Chelsea one and they gave Liverpool two. That's fair. That's fair. And the best part about it all was there's no VAR involved. So, you know, you've got to be like, this is... That, that hey, was man, one but, but, right. but I, actually, I, actually, I actually want to say something with that, with that, with the penalty that like, Liverpool got the first one, right? That is one of those decisions where, if hmm. um, the didn't give it, it wouldn't have been overturned, and because it was given, it's one of those where 
um, the VAR person at the uh, top will say, okay, um, it's not a, a glaring mistake. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? It's, one of those where it's an interpretation thing, I think. I think, you know what I mean? Because it hit the You're guy's talking knee. talking about the one no. where he left his hand, like trailing. And, yeah, wait, yeah it, hit his, it hit his knee yeah. first and then it went to his hand. You know what I mean? So that's, that's unfortunate. No. But I think it's one of those where they say it's not a, a big error from the ref. It's It hit his hand and it's an interpretation thing. So they gave it. So I just felt he was unlucky. But 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 but, but the commentator, but all all, yeah, the commentator said before he said uh, as soon as that ball hit his hand, the commentator said that the refs have been told. I don't know how much he knows about it, but he said the ref has been told. I mean, the refs have been told that if the ball, I mean, if the guy's it's hand, hand, it's no matter what, if it's his out. hand is outstretched and it hits it, it's it's a, it's a penalty. Yeah, and you saw how quickly the, yeah. the ref called it. He called it quick. He didn't even no, hesitate. True. That's true. Just like, yeah, said, there, yeah. like as soon as the, no, the no. hand is like fledgling. It's going to be tricky. It's going to be very tricky to, to be yeah, in the box true. and have that hand. Yeah. That's why most of them, even they now put their hands behind their back, coming, coming, approaching shots and the likes. It's to prevent yeah. those type of uh, penalties. No, yeah, it's more tricky. Tell us, tell I, us I, was from, I was impressed with Leeds. That, that, that's what I can say. Is that I'm, I was impressed with Leeds, man. Uh, it's refreshing to, to see a different style of football. You know what I mean? It's a, it's a team where you don't really know any player, uh, to be yeah. honest. You you could call Calvin Phillips because he was called up to England. That's the only person that I really knew in the team. But otherwise, they they played all men, and and it was it's interesting to see how 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 they approach the game, no matter what. And there was uh, small tweaks in, within the game. They started off as a four three uh, four two three one, then went to four one four one. You know, which was which was quite nice. Uh, but 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 uh, Claudia, I'm, I'm a bit concerned with your the centre back man. I think he's a bit um, hey. He's made three errors that have led to goals, which is the most for any defender in the last two seasons. I think they said. Um, I, 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 really, I, I still think he's the best defender um, in the uh, in the Premier League. Um, and uh, but but yeah, sometimes I think he can get a bit uh, arrogant. What do you think? Um, in terms of arrogance, I think it, it comes with the crown, my friend. I think you've got to earn that sort of confidence. I know you're saying borderline arrogance, but at the end of the day, does he underestimate his opponents a little bit? I think he does get cheekier than what he would have if he was playing against a bigger side. So against the Chelsea, I wouldn't expect him to do that. At the end of the day, I don't think it was just him. I think it was the whole Liverpool squad. They went out yeah. there, they kind of were casual about it. They knew they were going to win the game. And they just kind of changed gears when they had to every time. And it was one of those yeah. things. Leeds gave a real go of it. I was really, really impressed with uh, Leeds in terms of what uh, Nick spoke about last week, saying, oh, Leeds going to be able to come there and play the game, play the, the Bielsa way. And you know what they did? They were impressive. They kept going until, yeah. I think, the 80th minute. They put Liverpool under real pressure. Mm-hmm. And I think there was only one yeah. time where Sadio Mane was comfortable on the ball in his own half and he skinned the, the player. But that was yeah. once. The rest of the Liverpool had to be on their toes, but not enough where, you know, they were under pressure. I mean, sure, you yeah. can say that at the end. That, that was also the funny thing. is We're talking about all Liverpool not signing players, but Leeds signed two players that gave away two penalties on the weekend. So you could argue it was a stroke of genius from Klopp's end to uh, let Leeds sign the players that they did. I mean, Rodrigo came on. He just clatters. Clatters our player there for no reason. Real strikers. What the hell was he thinking? Yeah, but I echo that. Like uh, The brand of football that Leeds is going to bring to the EPL is also going to be exciting to watch. I think... They're not going to be a team which is going to try and play it safe uh, on any regards. I mean, that they came up against the champions and 
they actually scored three goals, which is quite impressive uh, for a team that's coming up from the, the championship. So, yeah, it's going to be exciting to watch how they even encounter like uh, Man United, um, Chelsea and Arsenal going forward because it doesn't look like they're going to have any reprieve until, you know, you gotta you gotta have a little bit of uh, depth and stamina in the English Premier League from time to time, and that yeah, may be something that they have to consider. I'm seeing Bielsa on the side, sitting on his little bucket that he sits on. I'm just I'm so excited. <laughs> it's an ice bucket. The man's getting a cooler it's box. Crazy, <laughs> man. And you know, I'm looking at him, and I'm thinking to myself, I actually I went back home and I watched the game with my mother and Christy, and I told my mom, I said, if I was playing for this guy, I'd run straight into a brick wall. And if he told me, listen, get get back, get Fucking like track back, do what you have yeah. to do. I'm, you know, I'm gonna do whatever it takes because if I disappoint him, I think I would hang my head in shame because he just gives so much. <laughs> and one of Leeds are where they are at the moment. And also, we've also got to consider something. Leeds aren't just a side that made promotion and, and climbed up. They're not. Yeah. They dominated for two seasons in a row. They were short yeah. in the Premier and the Championship. The first season, second season, they come back and they're completely dominated. So their confidence is a lot higher than what it should be as opposed to a normal promoted side in comparison to an Arsenal versus Fulham. Their Whereas confidence Fulham, looked higher than Liverpool's yeah. on the day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so, you know, full credit to Bielsa. I mean, Do you can... See, even after the, the game. What's that, Wonga? Um... <laughs> He's leaving us at the frozen smile. Oh. <laughs> and froze. You were saying after the game... <laughs> Oh, yeah, so if I disappear, I was like, hey, is it me or like I saw one one, but anyways, I was saying um it was coach. He yeah, the saying the lead coach, he 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 was um after the game, he looked more disappointed than I mean the, the Liverpool side. Um what did he what did he say? I mean he felt everything was good. And I think then his last comment was that unfortunately they ended up losing a game that they should have won. Yeah. He, he, he went out there to win the game. It, it wasn't just to balance and make sure I get a draw. He wanted to win. And that's what I liked about it. Because yeah. I encourage every team to do it anyways. And I think it's also experience. Just, just, just the experience of being in the Premier League. I think literally um, Liverpool showed their Premier League experience and their class. Because obviously, as well, you know, um, half chances like uh, the the one that that uh, that Salah got that was a half chance. Great volley in the top corner, you know what I mean. So, so they, they showed their Premier League pedigree. Yeah, that was a Whereas <laughs> Leeds was just, you know, just a little bit, you know, what I mean, a bit, you know, they're just lacking that little bit of experience. But I think they'll be will be good to 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 be in the top twelve, you know, maybe top ten uh, in the Premier League. I think they must just uh, maintain this, and then obviously. Um, dominate the, the 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 teams that are that are that are similar to them in, in terms of class of players. Yeah. In terms of in, in, in that yeah. thinking, that's exactly the same way I felt about Chelsea um, this this weekend. Um, we did see a lot of new signings coming onto the play. Uh, we did see a team which whoa, was whoa, a little bit lost whoa, in whoa. places. Most is just making this conversation about Chelsea. We're not there yet. We're not there yet. <laughs> okay, okay. I'll leave the good stuff for later. <laughs> you know, Wonga spoke about he spoke about the experience, especially Leeds not having them. It's thirty million pounds on Rodrigo, who is my child, thirty years old. So he's got yep. some experience, and he's played in the Premier League before. And yet, yeah. the lad comes on and gives away a penalty, eighty-eight minutes. So technically, to your point, Wongi, yeah, they went out there for the three points, but they should have come away with the points. So you could argue Liverpool got a bit lucky in the end. But it was good entertainment value, and I think 
we all thoroughly enjoyed the game. If you're a United fan, I think the, the general neutral might have liked it. And uh, a lot more from the Liverpool side. Now, let's talk about Chelsea. Let's talk no, about Chelsea. Are you sure? Are you sure? Can you proceed? <laughs> are you sure? Can I just say, can I just ask a question, man? Like, yeah, uh, Kai, Kai Havertz, man. Um, I, I think maybe it's just uh, some nerves. Uh, but uh, there was a there was a pass that he, there was a pass that he made. It just keeps like he was trying to put it back in the corner there. He was trying to make that. He was watching. He was too watching too much of uh, Habits Rodriguez, and he was just trying to do, like Hamas, you know that low, hello, you know, and he just I don't know, but yeah, I know. But so you can talk about him now. Uh, about him, I think yeah, he's a he's a it was a, it was good to watch him see him uh, stretch his legs. That pass was probably his only pass, which he actually led astray. Um, other passes, his, his, his first touch, his elegance of the ball, his movement is just clean. It's it's a good player, uh, a very, very good player. He's very young still. Um, yeah. It looks like an investment, like a proper investment, like William maybe uh, eight, nine years ago, uh, Hazard nine years ago when they were coming in. Um, he looks that type of mold of like a player that can hold their own in that place. I think it, it, it showed that he came from um, a big team as well in Germany and that he's, 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 he's been playing consistently for the, the past two years. He never looked really out of sorts. Although, um, at, at the point that you alluded to earlier, Silo, is that, you know, um, Liverpool managed to uh, etch out a result without necessarily being a better team on the day, without necessarily, you know, um, being ex- as expressive as, as, expressive as, as they'd like to be. And that's what I, I felt with Chelsea as well. Um, there were good instances of, uh, you know, seeing a really good goal uh, come in early, uh, seeing them actually have the character to solidify a lead and take it on. But there, there were a couple of question marks about, um, you know, how the formation is going to look, the new players, where they're going to fl- fit in, how everybody's going to kind of adjust. And if Lampard can actually do that with these type of players, I mean... Um, to see to see Havertz uh, uh, a bit wider than usual was even surprising to me, yeah. and then to see them all like kind of like uh, shifting in the middle was. It's going to be interesting how how Lampard. It's a big job for him to to now manage these 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 type of players, these uh, players that have like expressive roles in a team. Yeah. So yeah, well, I'm happy with what the lads did. Very very happy with the performance. They got the three points. But I think there, there is still a lot of room to, room to grow. But if you're collecting three points while you have a lot of room to grow, that's where I'm happy. I'm very happy with that. Yeah, definitely. And it's, it's interesting that Silo pointed out the that pass of his that went a bit uh, wayward. Um, yeah. I was like, I'm going to be honest. I think I was tweeting before the game where I said, I was like, jeepers. Like, I was slightly envious about the fact that you had Timo Werner and Kai Herbert. Both super, super young, young players, German talent, Germans, Germany's future, to be honest. And one yeah. thing I like about Kai, the problem with him is that he can do a lot. So when yeah. you've got a player who can do so much, it's finding the perfect spot for him and also convincing him that whatever position you're putting him in as a manager is that that is the perfect spot for him and him believing in it. Because yeah. we found yeah. going a bit deeper to collect the ball, is that's not really where you want to see him. You want to see him attacking third. You kind of think, okay, well, if he's coming short, it was him just trying to find his way in the team a little bit. So he was, he was stumbling in the dark. 
But there was one or two things that I did enjoy. Like in the first half, there were two passes in particular, which you don't normally see from a player. He picked up the ball and everyone was facing towards the left-hand side and he put uh, Timo Werner through on goal. And he was looking yeah. one way completely and you just knew that Timo had the pace to get there. And I loved yes. it. I'm like, this is a guy who can see the game a little bit. And then just after that, he knocked off the little rocket pocket from Brighton. What's his name? Um, Lamity, whatever, the right back? Yeah, Lamity, yeah. Lamity knocked him off the ball, took a touch and whooped it in. And something could have come of that, just a slight little touch. So the quality is there in terms of vision and the, and the quality of the ball. It's just, it's going to be time in terms of fi uh, finding his place within the team. Exactly. And that point that you alluded to, like the fact that he delivered that ball for Werner because he knew he had the pace, those type of, um, that type of knowledge is going to be important for them to, to discover as a team and as a group of players very, very quickly, because you could see they were a little bit disjointed and, how they're going to piece it together, even with a massive talent. And now they 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 kind of forced to piece it together with uh, the next matchup against you guys, you know. Um, you kind of, Lampard is now the, the person to focus on. The players seem like they can do the job. They've got the, the talent and the, the abilities. It's just how Lampard uses them to his best capacity that, that matters most, I think, now. Yeah, I, yeah. Think, I think with, with Havertz, it will, it will be... Um, I think his best position will, will probably be eventually like as a number ten, uh, behind 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 Timo Werner. Once DH comes back, but obviously I think it's just because obviously of the current makeup of the team, he had to obviously uh, put the players where 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 he felt that they could add most value. You know, with with Mason Mount being uh, the number ten, you know, and uh, he's got a lot of energy in the midfield, uh, which which was which was which was which was interesting. Um, but yeah, man, Loftus Cheek just looked lost. Um, I think he's. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. I think it's that injury that he once had. There was a time when he was quite like he was peaking a bit, and then he had the injuries. You know, I think him and Ross Barkley, man, are are two English players that are. Um, you don't know what you're going to get from them. You know, you might get their <laughs> version of themselves, or you might get the worst version of themselves. Or you might just get the passenger on the field. So it's like he didn't really yeah. offer much. You know, what I mean, Jorginho controls the tempo. Um, Kante made more interceptions in the match than Tottenham made against Everton. Imagine that. Yeah. So Kante yeah. pocket rocket doing what he does, you know what I mean, he, he, and add value. But but Ruben Loftus Cheek, man, I can't remember what he did in the match. So uh, yeah. those three players, like Loftus Cheek, uh, Ross Barkley, and Jorginho, to me, their positions are up for the grabs because now uh, mm. there's talent coming in. There's talent coming yeah. in that's going to fight for these, these uh, prime positions. And if Kante is doing very well in terms of his uh, his blocking and he's because uh, the way Chelsea played this weekend was impressive, but it, there were still a lot of opportunities for the opponents and that I, I I brought it down to the fault of having two defensive midfielders yet a lot of players going through the middle like there were a lot of two touches one twos flying in and around that area and which is it, it then begs the question do you need two do you could just go for one and let the rest. Uh, go and put pressure on their defense uh, a lot more of the time of, of the, the football match, which is, yeah, the, their positions. For me, Jorginho's uh, got to ask a couple more questions about his performance. Yes, he can score penalties. Yes, maybe he has a character that you need in a team. But with Thiago Silva, maybe that character will be there now. And then you'll have a Kante who will come in with the, 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 the intensity and the work effort in the, in the, in the middle. And then the rest can actually fly and uh, literally torment defenses.
In the well, there's only one man who flies at the moment. Kimo Werner's pace is frightening. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't have him in your fantasy team, you're in trouble because he is so direct. But you know what's beautiful is you, you get direct and there's no end product. This guy, every time he gets his first touch, is always going forward. He's always looking to yeah. take someone on. And if you can't take someone on, he's going to take a shot, which I'm yeah. just thinking. Yeah. He just gives you so many. If I was playing behind him, I would be living because he's. You know how rare, especially in South African football, you guys know how it is. South African football <laughs> players don't make run into space. They just stand and they want. They demand the ball at the feet. And if you play it like one meter for them to run into, they stop. This guy is yeah. forever. So that like I he's said, looking for it three or four yards in front of him all the time. Yeah. You could see even nice the opportunity player. where um, I think Loftus Cheek was on the break, and then he came flying on his bike um, to come uh, uh, behind Loftus Cheek and around him. But there, it's just that um, type of gelling and that understanding of each other's play. Where lost his cheek was, if he knew him better, he would be more aware to his capacity. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But even now, no, look at the, but like I was saying, Chelsea, and I said a lot of Chelsea, I know one thing is that they're going to score goals. And the fact that they got, the fact that Jorginho's there, yeah, I know we chuckle about it, but I mean, the penalty must be scored. <laughs> and yeah. he's probably going to put it 99% of the time, going to put it behind. So that's what he's yeah, going to pull yeah. over the other guys. But then now, yeah, exactly. your keeper, Kepa, the one that uh, want to get off that time. <laughs> um, I mean, that goal, I, I look at like Peter Cech. <laughs> yeah, Peter I know. Cech, you solid, solid goalkeeper at the time with the Chelsea. Even um, Edwin van der Sar when he was at Man United. Man United, yes, had a good team. But also Edwin van der Sar was, uh, you know, for me, I think he's still the best keeper I've seen in the Premier League. Um, I mean, he was pulling up his weight there. You know, he was doing things for his defenders as well. But for me, I feel like, you know, Kepa, I saw him last season and I'm also seeing it now. I mean, it's also a big thing. The shots out the box. I mean, should out be the, the ones box. that you're saving. Unless it's, unless it's spectacular, you know, like, yo. Know, but I mean, that one... Not bubbles yeah, under your, your, your hand. Yeah, you know, he was there. He was there. That's, that's, yeah, he's kind of leaving, and, and he's kinda kinda leaving management with no well. option. Yeah, management have to go find a goalkeeper or else. Yeah, Lampard. Um, there's no there. other option. <laughs> that's crazy. You're playing for, you've seen what's happening at the club. You've Sorry, seen guys, the investment. Yeah, you have to. At some point, um, in, 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 in uh, the uh, uh, professional players um, stint in a club. Back. There has to be confidence which is uh, given by the management and confidence which the player kind of um, rides on. He's, he's had more than enough confidence in him uh, by management now and by the team as a whole. But if uh, week in, week out, there are opportunities for growth, it is important that uh, it's realised and um, it seems like the Chelsea are aware of that and are you know, Lampard was very commendable with how he um, uh, viewed his performance and uh, his worth as a goalkeeper. But it's the reality is they're going to have to change him. Yeah, but but you, as a, as a coach, you've got yeah, to, like you've Lampard, got in the matter. Lampard's words. He's stuck. Sorry, what? No, but do you see what his words were? His words. He said Lampard said, "They asked him, are you looking for another keeper?" And Lampard said he's happy with Kepa. Um, and then he yeah. said, "But if, but if, if they need competition, if the if a new keeper allows for competition in the team, I might not be saying what exactly what he said, but he said if competition, if the if a new keeper allows for more competition in the team, then he's happy to bring that competition in the team." 
Yeah. So basically, yeah. saying is no one's got this pod. So like he likes yeah, yeah. Kepa's happy with him, but, but, but if he has to well, you say that as a manager, if you have no other option, you're not going to say, listen, this Oak had a terrible game. It's first game of the season, and he's your only option. The other guy's 40 years old, where he's actually yeah. older than you managing. So at the end of the day, <laughs> you've got to manage that expectation. And if, if we just go back, there is definitely something wrong with Kepler, apart from his performances on field. I'm not sure if he's a terrible trainer or there's something. Because you've got to understand, when Lampard was playing, Lampard was regarded as one of the most hardworking trainers there ever was. Okay, yeah. that's, that's his reputation. And then you've got to say he comes in, he's not happy with him. And if we go back to when Kepa was signed by Surrey, we remember that, that incident against Man City where Surrey wanted yeah. to take him off and he told the coach to foot sack. He said, hey, said no, yeah. I've never seen a coach. I've never seen a player tell a coach that. Not over here, coach. No, no. Yeah, I don't want to go. No, nah, that's didn't stand. his contract. Thanks. But yeah. No, yeah, 100%. Yeah. yeah. For most other players, it would have been the last time they were, they were picking up that shirt to go play in it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, for me, if, if he does that and the manager, and okay, you say, Shaf, you leave him. Yo, he, that means he's not conceding any goals. That means there's nothing flying past him. <laughs> everything <laughs> is in his hands. That's it. Not even yeah. for a corner. Everything is in his hands if he does that to me. No ways. No ways. Yeah, let's, let's see what he does this weekend against Liverpool because the last time he played Liverpool, he's conceded five goals. So. Liverpool have the menacing, like uh, the fact that the, the, the penalty happened over the weekend is because, you know, Salah was actually going for goal and the likes. It's, Liverpool actually have, they have the prowess to go for goal. Actually, yeah. you know, I'm not, yeah. happy about, I'm not happy that we've spent so much time about Arsenal and so much time about Chelsea, but the game that was actually the spectacular game got flipping blown over by still mentioning penalties. We forget to mention our... Unbeatable. I mean, he's taking the goal. It's huge. It was phenomenal. Oaks touch I mentioned it. I mentioned it. I said the, um, I said the quality of Liverpool shone through and, and that's why he hit the ball in the top corner. Like, you couldn't do anything. Yeah. I said... You know I mean? I, no, I mentioned it. it. I said Salah. This one's you know, here again. Salah. This one's here again. Salah. Yeah, again. Let's go back to Liverpool. Okay, Liverpool, okay. Okay, how do you feel? How do you feel about uh the rumors of Thiago Alcantara? There you go. You want to rumors. rumors. That's it's a done, done deal. Done deal. And you know what? Yeah, no, it's, you know, obviously it's done deal because because obviously the, the buy-in side has has said um as the coach said he's been amazing for seven years. I wish him all the best, whatever, whatever, whatever. So I'm just saying, obviously, it's not he hasn't been pictured in a in a in a, in a Liverpool shirt. That's why I'm not saying it's signed, sealed, delivered. But how do you feel I guess about they can't consider it signed though? Okay, cool. How do you feel about the new number six? What's it? What's cheaper? It's it's the first time since being a Liverpool fan where Liverpool have or are going to sign a player of the highest quality. Yes. In my opinion, where you're going, a player is in the top of his game, top peak. He's won out of 12 seasons he's played professionally, he's won the domestic league 11 times. Yeah. So, <laughs> and I just won the league. So, if anything, people are talking about signing a new player. You're bringing this guy into your team. You've got Van Dyke, you say is arrogant. Wait for, wait for Thiago to join the squad. The man's going to be buzzing. And what's and interesting, he's going, to be, he's going to be one of the senior players in the team. 100 He's not going to take long to adjust, I don't think. The only issue yeah. is he might change the game to suit his pace because that's what he does. But the man yeah. is so yeah. absolute soul. And what's interesting yeah. is what Liverpool, Liverpool's situation is we play out wide. We use our fullbacks to change the ball. That, that's what we do, especially when we play against teams that sit nice and deep. 
Now you've got a player who's coming into the middle, a player who can do exactly the same thing, switch direction. I'm not talking a Fabinho chip across the field, he lofts the ball. I'm talking a pure drive. Puts the a proper passer. A proper passer, yeah. Yeah, and now you've got this player who can do that through the middle. So when teams are sitting deep, he can unlock them. So, yeah, yeah. super delighted with that. Obviously, there are going to be some casualties at the expense of it. And also, you've got to Who consider... Who are these casualties? Who are these casualties? Because I don't know, man, because he's saying Ox, and I'm like, man, am I going to sign Ox when Ox is going to get injured twice in the season? I'm not sure. Yeah. I'm not even looking at signings. I'm looking at players on the field because... Ox, I, I, I understand he did feature, but like yeah, now, the, 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 he wasn't really like um, the starting Arthur, level yeah. Uh, yeah. consistently. Yeah. Not even yeah. like really, he was not. Yeah. There's, there's, there's like, there's like um, Henderson, Fabinho, Wijnaldum. Those are the three players that, that, that play the most for Liverpool in the midfield. Yeah. And then the caters just a, 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 an injury-prone person, and but option. he's kind of... <laughs> he's the I mean... And over age, you know, he's an over age guy as well. We, we've been saying that. Like, <laughs> over age football numbers. You know, man, football numbers, man. He's from he's from he's from West Africa. We can't trust. So 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 but 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 you know, I, I I'll be honest, man. Like I love Thiago. Thiago Thiago is a is a is a classy midfielder from the days when he used to play at Barca when he came onto yeah. the to, the scene man and 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 like the way he's he's skillful you know what I mean so he he take he can take on a player use use his movement or use he'll use his skill to get past the player in the midfield and then it unlocks uh, uh, uh opportunities you know what I mean so imagine some uh, players let's say a Kante um is pressing him for instance he can go past the Kante and then minus one and then he's already passing the ball to to a minor I wouldn't pass the ball to Firmino because Firmino won't score a goal. I'll pass it to Salah or, or, or Mane because, hey, that guy... In, <laughs> I don't know. I don't trust him. Did you think Firmino will score a goal? Hey, bro, Firmino... Fabio scored. Let's go. What he didn't score at Anfield or something? I don't know. I, I don't know his stats or whatever. But I just, he's apparently called defensive striker or something. I don't know what that is, man. I don't know. No, the, problem is, the problem here is if I start speaking about Fabio and his significance to this Liverpool squad, we're going to be here for another two hours. So I'm just going to ignore that comment. Claudio, Claudio, one, one. Um, okay, wait. I'm going to say. Actually, to, um, maybe one uh, uh, <laughs> question, right? Um, what is the main focus of a central striker? Main purpose? <laughs> you got to fact that you're asking a question. No, I'm asking. I'm asking. It's, 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 a, it's a one line. No, you got to pose your question. And I'm going to say the fact <laughs> that you're asking that question just shows me how dated. The thinking is behind that question. No, man. Listen, listen. Do you, do you know? Do you know listen, right. So, so this past season, right? Um, I didn't see the value of Firmino. I saw the value of Firmino in your Champions League winning season. That's when I saw the value of Firmino. You know what I mean? He scored probably like ten goals. Probably had as many assists. You know what I mean? So the value of 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 a, of a striker is that either you score goals or you create opportunities for other. Whether wow. whether whether it's by your movement or your fight or you the guy who assists, I'm saying is that Firmino, right, is that he's not offering much threat 
Uh, okay, let me, I wanna, let me let me compare Firmino to. So it looks like your heart is about to jump out of your chest. Let me compare Olivier Giroud to Firmino. Né? Olivier Giroud is not a is not a prolific goal scorer, right? Um, and he's shown it even for France, right? Cool, he scored um, like third most third most goals for France, whatever, whatever. But a lot of people like to complain about Olivier Giroud and say he doesn't score goals, whatever, whatever. And the thing is, he's effective mm. in his because he causes yes. problems or issues. He holds up the ball well. He plays it on to, to, to the player. He's a BMT player. He scores in big moments, whatever. He'll give you a goal mm. in three games. <laughs> I think I've just found out why Man United fans don't like Liverpool fans and why Liverpool fans don't like Man United fans. No, no, no. Listen, listen, listen. Firmino, Firmino, was didn't hit a shot on target in the game. No shot on target. <laughs> no, he wasn't even threatening. Like, come on, guys. What's up? Tell me. Would you want to be No, there's nothing personal, but for That's me... That's interesting yeah. stats here. I know. We're asking about Firmino's stats, right? No, no, wait. Boga, I'm going to save this for me. There's literally going to be a whole episode around for me. Now is not the time. Okay. Are you sure? Me, to the next thing, and the next thing okay. is the Tottenham game, Tottenham Everton game. Oh, Everton look oh. good. Everton were good. Yeah. I thought, yeah, just yeah. like that. James Rodriguez, uh, he could come up to par. Yeah. Hmm. What did I say about Tottenham? Tottenham. They, they were, for me, they they looked yo. They looked. Uh, you see, for a team that's a team that's competing top four, no way. Yeah. Nope. Mm. No, 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 no. They don't they even think... have options which can create ignition. Like the, yeah, if they know, get bail, sometimes if they get bail and Bale's performing and he's fit, then I'm worried. Because yeah. I remember the bail that left the Premier League. Jeez, I mean, yeah, that guy was carrying that team. He was carrying mm. that team. I mean, if that's the same yeah. guy now, I mean, you see him only see him now, now and then. So we don't know. We'll probably see when he gets back. Uh, but yo, if that's Tottenham's team now, I mean, they looked on the counter. Yeah, the way they were, I mean, most, every team in the Premier League is hit. I mean, you've watched the games, every counter attack, all the teams are doing it. So I don't want to say too much credit on there. Um, but they had a few opportunities and, and they didn't score them. Um, and, that, and then they ended up conceding. But I mean, most of the time, I mean, geez, I mean, the game looked like it was Everton's game. I mean, they were playing well, they were there. Richarlison was causing trouble, a lot of trouble yeah. for them, um, from what I saw. But you know, the rest, I, I don't know. They look pedantic. In my yeah. view, Tottenham don't even look like they can change it up a gear. They they don't have uh, anybody that can come on and actually add a more impetus or more fire. Um, Eric, that would have been Lucas Moira if he started from the bench. But without him, hmm. if he's starting as a starting lineup and you got to put somebody else on, I don't know who else is going to change the impetus. So, yeah, but it, was, it was like last time, man. Like literally, hey. I, I, but I foresee, I foresaw this, bro. I, I foresaw the fact that Jose Mourinho. I don't know, man. He just, I don't know. I just didn't get the vibe. And then obviously, then he takes off Delhi Ali at, at halftime, right? Um, and then they ask him, was it a, was mm. it an injury? Like, no, it was a tactical. It was a tactical substitution. You know what I mean? Um, and mm. I think after they said that my attackers weren't pressing Everton enough, so he was basically saying that um, yeah. Lucas Son and Kane weren't pressing the the the, the, the Everton guys. But like Everton mm. looked comfortable. Everton, if Richarlison yeah. had scoring scoring boots on, should have been two three nil easily. Um, yeah, I yeah. mean, like Richarlison um, had uh, Rodriguez was actually trying to orchestrate himself in the middle there. 
there was a yeah. lot of uh, good interplay from Everton, which, um, yeah, uh, Everton looked like they could actually like uh, be a lot more menacing than Tottenham this season. Yeah, mm. and that, that's an interesting point, is that we didn't mention them breaking the top seven. But if you're looking at that, that the midfield where they've got Decore and Allen, yeah. uh, wow, wow. I, yeah, man, I tweeted a, a, an image of an engine just working. And I said, that if you want to see the highlight, <laughs> that, that's that those two players were absolutely mm. crucial to that team. And it's crazy how he's brought in players he likes, he's brought in players, Angelotti, that he knows, and they've yeah. hit the ground. They've had a week with the team, not even, a couple yeah. of days. And they've already yeah, performed. Yeah. And that's the difference between what Mourinho's dealing with and what Everton Angelotti's dealt with. Angelotti's gone yeah. into Everton. They've been in a tumultuous uh, sort of position for a long time. They brought in this quality manager. The players know shit. If I don't play, I'm leaving. Like the likes yeah. like of um, the other Arsenal boy, Iwobi. So these guys know if I don't if I don't perform, mm. I'm out. Whereas you got Mourinho, and I, I tweeted this and I said, Mourinho has inherited a brand new fridge. With stale food, food that's gone off. Yeah, yeah. He's expected to make a gourmet. He's close. That's a that's a deep one, man. That's so poetic. They say he's expected to make a gourmet meal. I killed, he killed, he killed me. But that was that was that was, that was quite a, quite a, quite a good one. You know, and you know, what, to a certain extent, it is. It's an interest. It's it's a peculiar a peculiar phase for Mourinho because since Porto days, he hasn't had to build a team with zero budget. And I'm not saying this is the case where he's got a zero budget because obviously there is some money at Tottenham. I mean, the rumours of Bale coming would be a huge boost if he's fit. They're signing the left-back that United wanted to sign. Um, what's his name? Roguillon. Young left, yeah. yes. Yeah. So, so it would be a big boost for him. But the problem is, this is a new manager who's picked up a team towards off the back of a poor season. They've hit the first game and he's saying they're lazy. He's saying it's match fitness isn't there. He's saying all these things. And that for me, means that the Mourinho effect hasn't rubbed off on these players. And it could also be the fact that, I mean, Mosso will know when you've played, and I'm sure you guys will know as well, when you've played in a team for a long time, it's the same characters. If I don't like you, um, that's not going to change over three or four seasons, regardless of success. Success will keep us together for a short bit. But after the success starts going, the the, the cracks are really going to show when you don't like someone. And I think yeah. in that in the Spurs side at the moment, there's a lot of friction underlying the surface. And I think You've got a Kane who thinks he's a Hollywood guy. He thinks he's on the same par as Ronaldo. But the fact of the matter is he's not contributing the same way. And he's now, he's got it in his mind that his team's not good enough to back him. So he's in a flux. Do I stay or don't I go? Like, he's in one of those things where it's like, my team's not good enough to support me. And I'm not like, so I'm not going to give as much of what I should be. Because he was atrocious. If you had to compare Calvert-Lewin to Kane, who would you rather have at the end of Saturday's game? And that's the problem. Like, I think... Like you know, um, that's why I I recommend I commend uh, Abamayang, uh, sorry, Abamayang uh, for his performances at Arsenal when times are difficult. He still manages to pull out the goal, uh, pull out mm -hmm. something from a game which you know for for a, a striker to still have uh, those type of numbers even though the team is struggling out of the top four, it it means there's some certain character which whether he's with the team or without the team he'll be able to progress. And that sometimes is a little bit doubtful with, with Kane at, at Tottenham because if the team isn't on song, it's, it's, it's tough to see him pull him up. Well, he has created opportunities where he, he does that, but it seemed like this weekend was a, a very difficult display for him to try anything. But like, if, I look at, like, if I look at Kane, um, 
I think to be fair to him, I think he's just like like we were saying about Olivier Giroud. I mean, he's, you're not gonna you're not gonna get a a fifty yard sprint from that guy. Uh, and I think also Kane as well. If you look at him, I mean, even I was not a Kane lover, but I mean, yeah, you can't deny. Yes, I mean that guy, left foot, right foot, headers. If, if he can, right he can, he can right finish. Side, he's gonna bury that thing. It's going to be a goal. Like yeah. I think for for me. Yeah, he. Yeah, you say he didn't show up, but I just think, I just think the team, nothing was happening. You know, I mean, he, he tried. Yeah. I think even though counters, he tried to get in the right position. Maybe Son pulled pulled a pass to the to the other guy, pass wrong yeah. thing to him, and he just didn't like. But I think every time if he gets the ball the right time, he's most likely gonna. I mean, he's most likely gonna put it away. And I mean, some of the goals. He's gonna he have scored, a lot of that. He's gonna have a lot of that to contend with this season. Uh, with, yeah. with Tottenham, he's gonna have to have. A lot more him doing the the hard graft for his yeah, yeah. own goals as yeah. opposed to people behind him getting in. The, the argument to an extent, but I'm not going to dive into the actual Firmino situation. But the issue is now that the way in which the games change, and I said, I think you started something. Yeah, <laughs> there's an expectation that's been created from Pochettino, from the likes of Klopp, as well as Guardiola, where. The emphasis on winning the ball back immediately starts from the front. And that's the significant, one of the few significant parts of Firmino adds. And now you've got a Kane. Yes. That's not his mold. And when Ericsson yeah. was mm. there, first thing Ericsson did was he picked out Kane. So Kane didn't have to, yeah. it was almost like that relationship between Torres and Gerard. He didn't have to do yeah. much. He picked out the pass and Kane looked amazing. He had a touch and he had a goal. Done. Yeah. Now you're in a situation where Spurs are going, ah, you know, they're playing the Mourinho way. They're sitting back. They're playing counter-attacking. But the yeah, problem yeah. is, they're not pressing from the front because Kane doesn't press from the front. And mm. the, they've also got an, an underwhelming Ali who's been off the pace for at least a season and a half. He's yeah. been shocking. And it, I, I can, like from the day one, if you've been watching the, the Spurs documentary, which I think is another added pressure, which they shouldn't have had. Um, <laughs> what is a documentary it's, about? <laughs> it's, it's, it's behind the scenes with Mourinho and Spurs, and it's just it's making Mourinho look like a clown when he's working with a bunch of kids. That's looking like a clown out there. He's looking like a clown. I'm like, wow, that's one way to ruin your reputation. Take Tottenham and get filmed in a documentary with average players. And like the thing is, Delia Ali, fantastic talent, but he's not in it. He's not in it right now. When I say he's not in it, I mean, it's either the, the players again, it's the, the setup, it's, there's something there that's not clicking for him. And Mourinho's biggest thing is, he says, he doesn't train well. And you yeah. know the same, also, you play like you train. And train there's, you train. It's not in a good yeah, but, uh, who, who was the right you know, back that they were playing with? Um, Tottenham. Doherty. You looked very impressive. Doherty, yeah, from from Doherty, Yeah. Yeah. You look good. Uh, uh, I think like Sajoria yeah, had a lot of energy, uh, but his final ball wasn't always as um, clinical as you'd like it to be. And it seems like Doherty can fix a lot of that for them, yeah, which which might give a, a lot more impetus for for Kane. But yeah, without Ericsson, they need a lot more energy, and Bale could be that. Uh, Bale could definitely be that. You know, it's going to be tough times. Like I'm curious, Bale does come. What happens? Mm -hmm. You've got Kane, who is the main man of Spurs. Now you're spending, let's, let's compare the two. Liverpool are spending 20 million pounds, potential add-on of 7 million, so 27 million pounds for a 29-year-old who's just won the Champions League and the Bundesliga. And now you, they're going to spend 20 million pounds on a loan signing for Bale, mm -hmm. 
who hasn't been playing, who's been yeah. on and off the pace, and now he's going to come in there thinking he's a Galactico where you've got a player whose ambition is to be a Galactico. So on he's paper, got- it seems well, but is it going to work? Ben has a lot to prove. Hey, bail, bro. Because I hope, I hope, I hope you see. I hope. L- listen, at the end of the day, you, you always want the best players to 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 perform well, right? Um, you want to see quality on on the field in, in any game. So with Bale, I think he might want to prove a point uh, that he's not finished. Um, and then also, you know, with with, with what you've seen uh, when Bale uh, plays for Wales, is that he does offer something for Wales. You know, I mean, he's yeah. he he's he's. Okay, cool. He's the man at Wales and so forth. He's the talisman. Yeah, yeah he's the talisman. He, he adds a bit, you know what I mean? Either an assist yeah. or a goal. You know what I mean? He he always looks dangerous for Wales. And I think he always says when he plays for Wales, he feels like he's playing with, with his mates on a Sunday. That's what he says he feels like, you know what I mean? Whereas obviously at Madrid, is all this politics, doesn't speak the language, doesn't, doesn't, you know, the culture and everything and all of that. But I think with Tottenham, it's a club that he knows, he's familiar with, um, he's familiar with Owners, uh, it's the same owners when he was still playing there. Cool, uh, the backroom staff have changed, uh, the players have changed. Uh, Ledley King is there as, as an assistant coach, so at least there's someone that he is familiar with. Um, the only thing is that can he stay fit? You know, what I mean, that's the yes. thing is that they, <laughs> that's, that's that's the question can he stay fit? You know, and can he actually show us his bail? Because honestly, um, the, the same reason why we're happy with seeing uh, James at Everton. Is the exact same reason why Bale could actually be a very good fit for Tottenham. The fact that these are players which are we we we've been excited about. Uh, they have expressed um, hints of their talent over time, but because they went to a club like Real Madrid, which was star-studded, left, right, and centre, they never got the, um, the opportunities which they deserved. And potentially, they can make their they mark at uh, teams with the uh, fewer stars to contend with, literally. Um, and they'll, they'll they'll have more more opportunities to fight for positions as opposed to at Real Madrid. So, but it could work. It could work for Tottenham. Need that type of energy without yeah. somebody actually putting other defenses on their back foot the whole day. It's going to be difficult for Tottenham. Yeah. Before we move on, and I, th- I think that's a valid point, is Mourinho the Mourinho effect in terms of uplifting the players, energizing players. That hasn't happened. So I think the next thing is bringing in a star player. Hopefully, he gets players to to walk around on their toes a little bit. Before we move on, Longa, do you have any closing thoughts with regards to the Tottenham Everton game? Oh no, I, no, not not in the game. Um, look, at me, about Tottenham. Regarding about the situation. Oh, okay. So uh, for me, I was just gonna say Gareth Bale. I just think that he's Gareth Bale. He has he doesn't have anything to prove. Um, and I think that, I mean, as he was saying that it was a collectible. I, I think he deserves. I mean, he can be written. They wouldn't put him down as a legend, but the guy was there when they won the three the the three they hate him, man. Yeah, I know they hate him, but he he helped I was <laughs> Madrid fans. Yeah, I was behind the goal. Carriers dropped the balls. By the way, uh, I was behind. It's a very expensive legend. I had a granny at the yeah. As soon as Bale came off the bench, before he scored the bicycle, might I add, this granny was saying, "Get him off!" Yeah. And they were like, "Wolf first thing, they hate that oak. They hate him. Uh, no, they, they hate him. Literally, I think what he did. Like you can't, you in, can't in deny his, it. In history, he's gonna be. He's gonna be that player." Where they said, um, cool, he contributed to, to them winning some titles, 
But it, and at the end of the day, they just was never a, a good fit, man. I think his best times were Ancelotti um, and maybe Zidane's first season. But otherwise, um, he's been a bit pod player. Cool, yes, he scored 105 goals for Madrid, which is yeah. which is what he's, uh, he's number. I think he's number seven. Number seven in the last in the, in the 21st century of goals for for Real Madrid, uh, which mm-hmm. which yeah. I mean, but I just think that uh, Real Madrid fans are happy that he's gone. Yeah, yeah and he's expensive. Six hundred thousand pounds. Yeah, rather, rather just let go of him and move on. The guy, <laughs> what I'm saying, no, what I'm saying is, yeah, whether they're happy about him or not, I'm just saying that look, the guy is, he's got the potential. You know, he came out of that uh, Tottenham hot. Hot, hot, hot. Uh, everyone probably knew where he was going. Yeah, he, he, yeah. <laughs> they called Tottenham hot, knew where he was going. Everyone knew that, I mean, the season that Gareth Bale had, he couldn't he couldn't stay at Tottenham. He carried Tottenham. That's a player that, I mean, your your Barcelona's and Madrid are looking for. And boom, yeah, got him. And I think he's still got the, I still think he's, I still think he's got the potential. Like a, if he yeah. manages to stay away from the injuries, he's still got the potential to carry Tottenham. I mean, his set piece is good. Penalties, he could probably take. Mm. Aerial, right. he's but good. He's quick. Quick. Aerial, yeah. 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 defenders as well. At Tottenham, Harry Kane takes everything, yeah. guys. Mm. <laughs> Not the free kicks. <laughs> oh, well, Harry Kane needs to also understand there's other stars. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. Because in case uh, people didn't notice, we are missing Nick, and he normally covers the Newcastle segment. I do want to say he was must have been excited because he said Callum Wilson's going to score in his debut, and he did do that. They had a good yeah. win against troublesome West Ham, who looked like they're in big trouble with David Moyes, as well as having a fallout yeah. with their captain, Captain Noble. So um, that that's a bit of an interesting situation. But we're not going to talk much about Newcastle because we've already spent so much time. So that's Nick's fault for not being here. We're gonna talk about they have to get their first like a uh, win though. Like they have to just get eight wins and survive, and then that's yeah, it. yeah. <laughs> then you can actually tell Nick to chill for the rest of the season. Yeah, they they targeted forty points, so at least they got the first three. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I found quite funny is he sent me a video which we'll put up on Facebook afterwards to say to talk about his thoughts. But he started off the video by saying, "I'm super excited. We got our first win." And we are actually in the top four at the moment as the league stands. I have to be like, wow, what is it like to be a Newcastle fan? You know, that's, that's pretty But But look, look, I'll, give, I'll give him one minute of Newcastle. I think um, uh, the game was, 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 uh, it was interesting, man. Um, John Shelby was obviously laying the passes out, um, showing yep. his class. Uh, but it was quite interesting to see Callum uh, Wilson playing with uh, Andy Carroll up front, man. Like it was quite an interesting pairing. You know, Carroll fighting for the balls. Carroll's not not, not gifted on the feet. You know, it was just an interesting game. Um, obviously, they took their chances, and then I think West Ham. Yeah, they were just unfortunate to hit the post. But yeah, as you said, West Ham uh, have a long season ahead of them. Um, yeah, and a bit of troubles. Um, you know the fans want the the owners to go and so forth. So I think they just uh, my David Moyes might be top three candidates to 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 get fired. Mm, I agree with that. <laughs> no, I feel you. I also think so. It's really a mess yeah, yeah. inside the yeah. I was yeah. super excited to see the goals this this past weekend. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah so who's goals goal goal of the weekend? Before we move on, thoughts thoughts on uh, that. The, the, the goal of the weekend. The first, the first leads goal for me. Um, just, just that pass from um, 
Calvin Phillips, uh, and then that uh, the left winger just put it down, you know, with, with the with the with the with the with the with the foot, and then went past um, um, uh, Trent Alexander Arnold like he wasn't there, uh, and then and then obviously cut cut he past. Wasn't. And, uh, <laughs> and, yeah, he wasn't actually right. He wasn't there at all. And then went past, went, went, past, uh, went, went past Gomez, and then obviously it was it was was was, it was a good uh, shot into the corner. I think just just the construction of the goal. Uh, uh, that, that was my goal of the weekend. For me, it was Reese James. Uh, Mine, I think uh, we, 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 we were fortunate uh, to see really, really good goals this past weekend. And that one is definitely up there. He struck it from outside the, the box. Mm-hmm. Proper top corner type of goal. Um, yeah, can't, co- can't complain, you know, like it was after uh, play was a little bit delayed and um, like Chelsea had to show a little bit of character and that's that's exactly what happened. So it was the right goal at the right time. Uh, and, you know, it uh, adds more impetus to the team. So that's, for me, the, the goal of the weekend. So, Musa, I never got that. Which one you said? Uh, this thing is freezing. The, the Reese James. Oh. The Reese James one, uh, where he hit top corner from about uh, oh, yeah, yeah. 20, 20, 20, 25 yards uh, mm-hmm. out the box. He laid it up beautifully, yeah. did the right thing, and keep had no chance. He did this, and yeah, he but- shot. Oh, well, I think even the build up, geez, they started the ball. On the halfway line, it came around back, drew the defenders in, sucked them in. They did exactly what they wanted them to do. Ball to William, popped it over, and Aubameyang knew, hey, same thing he did last night in training session. Just tuck that thing in front of the top <laughs> corner, and you put it there. Eyes on the top <laughs> corner, put it there. That's why I think that goal. But uh, look, I mean, that, that what was, it, was it Nelson? You said, who, who's that kid um, that scored that goal for Chelsea? Reese James. James, yeah. Yeah, yeah, mm. that was a, it. Was a cracker. Yeah, I just thought it could go anywhere. It could have like, uh, well, corner, right? The thing is, it went into the back of the net top corner. That's that's the thing. Anyway, he says he closed his eyes and just. Imagine. That's all he did. Mo Salah here. I think from from the comments perspective, we're definitely getting Salah. As, as one of the goals of the weekend. But the reason why I would go with Reese James is because it was his first goal in the Premier League. And that yeah, always smacked it. He put his foot through it and just, you know, it's one of those that you just hit so sweet. And when you said hit the back of the net, you run around like a mad chicken. So, well, yeah, I've got to lean towards him for that. And he looks like he has a good uh, educated right foot. He's, he's uh, involved when it comes to the set pieces on the corners. You know, it's not by chance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, what happens with these teams when 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 Aspilicueta is 100% fit? To be honest, the Chelsea that we're looking at now what a boy. is um, very different. Even Marcus Alonso, if Chihuahua is looking busy, there's opportunities to be taken on this squad, and that's it's an exciting yeah. place to be as as a big team because um you'd rather have uh, and that's a nice thing like um you'd rather have players knowing that there's quality uh at the back of them and their positions nobody has the opportunity to rest and yeah when our spell is perfect 100 percent 
it's just more competition. Rhys James looks like he might have more energy. Uh, Aspilicueta might be a little bit more stable. But yeah, it, it, it's, there's so much riding on how Lampard fixes um, the attacking, the attacking third. Mm. If he can work that out, then the defenders, it, it might be a thing where he uses the defenders which are expressive. He uses a fullback which goes the whole way to the byline and gets good balls in. Or he uses an Aspilicueta which could sit. And yeah, the how he works that out is going to be the mark that shows he's an actual uh, coach that's ready for this type of job at Chelsea. Because if it were given to Mourinho, if it were given to Ancelotti, if it were given to um, uh, Klopp and the likes, there'd be a structure and a, a approach which they definitely bring in. And that's what we want to see from Lampard. Like, what's his approach? And what, what is he going to implement with these, these stars at the moment? Mm-hmm. And I think that's a valid point. Moving into the next week's fixtures. I don't want to start with this one, but you're talking about Chelsea now and we're discussing whether or not Lampard's capable. The Liverpool versus Chelsea game. We know Pulisic did not play this week. Is Mm. he resting for this coming game? What do you think he's going to do? How is he going to set up with these new players? Does he throw them in the deep end? Was he just giving them like a little feel for it this week? Or or what do we think is going to happen there, lads? I'm excited. Uh, I'm very excited to see uh, what's going to come up between uh, the champions versus uh, the potential uh, champions this season. Um, Pulisic, if, if you've got Werner and Pulisic up there, it could create a lot of havoc for a lot of defenders, uh, a lot of energy. Um, if, if you've got Kante and Jorginho sitting tight with behind and, and then behind them you have Thiago Silva, could be very, very exciting to see a team like that come up. But Liverpool, we can't take it in and take anything away from you guys. Your, your, your squad is solid. The philosophy is working. Um, there were a few mistakes, but all in all, it, it looks like a very strong team, which has gelled very, very well. Uh, I don't know if Thiago will be ready to come on, but if he comes on for a cameo, I think he'll, yes, he'll have a lot to prove as well. Yeah, I don't, I don't think we can... Klopp likes to bet his players in slowly, so I don't think we're going to see him for at least two weeks' time making the starting lineup. But I yeah. am curious to see what the score prediction would be from a Selo and a Wonga in terms of what's going to happen on the weekend. Uh, okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I see goals. I see goals on both sides. Um, I definitely see a... <sighs> You know, I, I don't want to, I don't want to, l- listen, right? But with, with both teams, when I looked at them on the weekend, I cannot say one team was more dominant than the other against their opponents, right? And the, the opponents were, uh, okay, one was a newly promoted team and the other one was a, was a, was a team that ended uh, um, lower, lower table. So I would say, I would say 1-1, but I, 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 it will probably be 2-1 to someone. Um, I think... It could be 2-1 to Liverpool, to be honest, because I just think just because Liverpool have been playing together uh, for a bit and then Kepa is still in goal um, and Lampard is still trying to figure out his team. So let me just, yeah, I'll go for 2-1 to Liverpool on, on, on the weekend. Uh, I see a high-scoring game um, and I think Chelsea will win it. Honestly, I think Chelsea will win it. Um I, I looked at Liverpool the way they were playing. If they step up, yeah, they could. But I mean, look, let me say because I have to, because I'm gonna because I have to pick a side. I would, I would say Chelsea. I would say Chelsea are going to win it. It'll be high scoring. I definitely see more than four goals. 
there's no spectators in that uh, in that uh, stadium. It's going to be like close to a training match. I'm pretty maybe they are getting used to it, but uh, nothing. I don't think they'll ever ever get used to the feeling of I mean playing in a I mean with with fans in a stadium. So it is a big yeah. difference. Um, yeah, Chelsea take the win. Uh, Jorginho scores the last penalty. <laughs> like, how many penalties are going to be there, Chief? <laughs> Whether or not United are playing. If United are playing, then there are going to be no penalties in the game because they're all going to be in there. <laughs> You'll have to get shifted to United side. <laughs> yeah. No, but it's Chelsea, I think, will To the points that you guys have already made, it is delicately, delicately poised. We have two teams. We've got Liverpool who are kind of going through the motions, taking the, the whole champ. They know they're good enough, but they're not firing in all cylinders. And we've got Chelsea who on their day love playing for the big game. So it's one of those BMT yeah. moments. Mm-hmm. I know I was like that. When I played against poor opposition, I kind of mulled about a little bit. When I played against the, the big games, that's when I, they really got the best out of me. So I kind of feel like it might be a similar situation for Chelsea, even though the players haven't played that long together. Um, I've got someone here. Oh, there we go. Roberto's saying a brace for Werner incoming. And I think that that's going to be an interesting challenge to be dealing with up front in the second game of the season for the likes of Gomez as well as Van Dijk, largely because we know how direct this guy is and how quick he is. We know how quick Gomez is and how quick Van Dijk is, but I don't think they've ever come against uh, come up against something like Werner. We saw what he did to English opposition when he was playing for Red Bull against Tottenham. Um, obviously, it's a different uh, caliber of player, but yeah. yeah. Well, what are you thinking there, Wonga? What did you say? What is the final prediction in terms of score? Chelsea's going to win it, is what he said. No, I said they're going to be more than four goals. That's what you need to remember. And Chelsea's going to win it. That's that. They're going to be more than four goals. Whatever you say, you've got to live live on and die on because we've got people that are placing bets based on what we're saying. So just be, yeah. be straight with the, your decision. And have yeah, conviction. It's, it's recorded, like I'm telling you guys. Because before goals, <laughs> <laughs> and Chelsea are going to win it. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> and I, I will not I be surprised. I'm telling you now. Well, if, I, I just, yeah, def, definitely. Though they, they, if there's a clean sheet in that match, I'll be very surprised. Of like, yeah. I'll be shocked. Yeah, hundred percent. No way. Look, even the, as a Chelsea uh, fan, I can't believe like Kepa will be able to keep out any 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 attacks from Liverpool, and Liverpool aren't. Poised to sit back and watch uh, right. the next team. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 Two, I, as I said, I, I, I have my predictions. So like Musa, but yeah, I see, I see Claudia's team. I see Claudia's team just because they've been together for, for three years. I just see them just at least just, just edging it 2 1. And because they have the better goalkeeper and the better centre back partnership, I think that's, that's, that's what, you know, and then. You guys, man, uh, you will gel eventually. You know, second round game at Anfield, then you'll 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 beat them. Mm. Yeah. I agree with that. Like, we really do have to get a squad that can uh, gel. And um, there are a lot of things that we still have to figure out as Chelsea. This game, though, can create the the momentum that Lampard would need to to say, okay, this is my starting eleven. This is how we're going to go out and figure that out. If uh, he can bring out a, a team which can beat uh, Liverpool this weekend, it'd be tough for him to then make changes going forward. Um, but yeah, it's, it's 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 look. I wasn't overly impressed with Liverpool as well uh, over the weekend. They didn't look like the cohesive force that they looked like 
a season or two ago. And um, that does give us room to play uh, as, as uh, we, we will have more ball players uh, on the field who will look for opportunities to actually take them on. And yeah, I mean, I think there are opportunities for Chelsea to, to take this one. Yeah. And I think, um, like you said, if, if they come out with, well, like some of the people are saying over here, if Chelsea come out yeah. with a win, it's going to be a huge confidence um, boost, not only for the players, but for Lampard as manager. But yeah. let's, let's move on to the next game. And it's Wait, one that Liverpool's going to talk what, about. What's your, what's your score prediction? I know you obviously feel that Liverpool win, but what's your score prediction? No, I think yeah. he doesn't think Liverpool will win. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> no, look, I'm of the opinion where I only make a prediction when I'm 100% sure. <laughs> I think, like you guys have already mentioned, there are going to be a lot of goals because Liverpool aren't doing well at the back and we know Chelsea's got Kepa and goals and he's a piece of shit. So we do know <laughs> that there's a lot of goals pending. It all depends really on what happens with Salah. The, the thing is you've got to always watch out for his money because money tends to outshine Salah when it's, when it's a bigger game. So my bet yeah. is, so if you guys are looking at your fantasy teams by any chance, um, I would stick with money over Salah this week because Salah tends to blow really hot and next day it's cold. But yeah, so I'd say it depends on money. If money has a hot game, then Liverpool will obviously clench it. And obviously, I think it depends on um, also whether or not Pulisic actually gets a game because that guy, yeah. loved, he loves showing hey, club. Hey. He loves showing Yeah, Chelsea for the win. Just reaffirmed you, Anka. Just hearing the message. He's finally got his number ten jersey, so the man could feel like, you know, he's gonna feel like the shit. Anyway, yeah. he's not gonna be. Shit, he's gonna feel like the um, Celo, take us through this whole United versus Crystal Palace game that's mm. coming up. What do you think is gonna happen there? Obviously, you guys are friendly last week. Coming to this game yet to kick off, you know the other teams have three points already. Does that put you guys on a in a, in a situation where there's a bit of pressure mounting, or do you think this Crystal Palace is a straightforward outcome? Nah, I don't. I don't think it's straightforward because yeah, because Palace has already got 90 minutes, uh, competitive 90 minutes under their belt, so they are at, a, at a, an advantage. Um, many of the Man United players um, only started training um, this week on Monday, and uh, so it was only the first time that the whole group train together. So that obviously doesn't help the fact that it's just a week um, together. You know, people had coronavirus, you know what I mean, and so forth. So it, 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 um, it's not a straightforward one. Uh, but, but, but I definitely do see us winning in the game. But uh, it's not like we'll, we'll, we'll blow them away. You know, players need to still gel uh, in terms of the, the, the new signing. Um, and the other guys, obviously, they, 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 they just came back from holiday. Um, so, you know, I think um, let's say a, let's say a two-one win. Yeah, let me let me let me give Palace a let me give Palace a go uh, because just because they 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 got ninety minutes under their belt. Uh, but yeah, uh, United for the win two-one. Um, yeah, and uh, Bruno Fernandes to score penalty. <laughs> penalty, you know the penalty. That's even. That's even. I, <laughs> I yes, guess, yeah, Man United is back in the league, so yeah, we'll have to see the penalties come out. <laughs> yeah, no, I know, for me, when I saw... What did you want to say? You're sorry, just buffed up there. But anyways, um, I, I, I think that that definitely Man United win the game against uh, Crystal Palace. Uh, when I saw them come back, 
Um, it was something that was, that was just in my head. I wouldn't say it out loud. But I, when I, after coronavirus, I, I thought that, you know, looking at the team and the squad, if they gelled right, they, they'll be good. And when they came out of coronavirus, uh, they had all their players back. Everyone has their pop was fit, the Bruno Fernandes. Um, yeah, they don't have to name it, but they had everyone there and they looked a good team. Um, yeah, it looked very exciting. Uh, steady results. Yeah, kept the results. They did the job. Marcus Rashford, goodness me, assisting and uh, scoring as well. The guy looks very dangerous um, up front. Um, Martial kept on impressing me one of my, as well after. Yeah, Martial as well. Yeah. Yeah, and so, yeah Crystal Palace, I just think, yeah, they, 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 they're able to put up a fight some days. In fact, always frustrated but Arsenal, but that was last year. Um, but yeah, when I look at Man United team, and if they come out the same way they were playing after, I mean, the same way they play when all their players, I don't think it'll be difficult at all. And they could come out with the clean sheets as well. Do, do you know? Do think, you know actually, let me just say they will come out with the clean sheet. Well, when I think about Crystal Palace, actually, is that is that Crystal Palace? Uh, I saw the new the new signing, um, Eze, right? The guy, the guy that was signed from QPR. Kid looks great, man. Like he. He looks so confident with the he's like he's like Zaha, but like less flashy, you know what I mean? Less flashy than Zaha. You know, Zaha's mm-hmm. too flashy. He tries to do too much and then you know he loses the ball and so forth. But Eze, man, he came on for the last 20, 15, 20 minutes. And I just feel that um, and obviously now obviously the, the there's rumors that Palace might get uh uh Ben Rama from 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 uh, Brentford. So if they get like a, a Ben Rama, um Ah man, I don't, I don't think Roy Hodgson is the coach to be continuing continuing with such an exciting team. You know what I mean? Roy Hodgson is a team is a guy who should coach like a team that's boring. You know what I mean? Not not a team with exciting exciting players. You know, so so I would hope that he would get fired and <laughs> a manager that like Eddie Howe or someone someone exciting. I don't know who, but someone like because because Roy Hodgson when he must retire, man. He's, 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 <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Sweet, sweet death face. Sorry, Silo. Clearly, you got someone's calling you a cow editor, and then at the same time, someone's calling you an Ashley Young. So I don't know. How loved was he? That's the question. You actually, I actually see the resemblance now a little bit. Actually, you look like an Ashley Young. <laughs> But also, I see Nick. If Nick is watching, um, you are missed because Marcus is asking, where are you, my friend? Where are you? You are clearly yeah. being totally missed out here. Um, he also says, and I'm going to put the quote up here, he says that Zaha will play at United, and that is facts. Ashley Young, what do you think about that, playing for your <laughs> Hey, man, listen, as, as, I, as I said, man, um, I'm excited with, 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 with Eze, but obviously he'll start off the bench. Uh, but yeah, Zaha... Yeah, he scored. A, he scored a decent goal, but then also he missed. Uh, he missed. Uh, he missed a ch- uh, chance to to make it two 0 on the on the weekend. Um, he's one of those players, man. Hot and cold, man. You know what I mean? He'll he'll be brilliant in one game, and the next game he's he's not as great. You know what I mean? So he's just one of those players that he's very unpredictable. He might you know be be amazing again, or he might just um, you know not not be great. But but yeah, the, the ninety minutes that they had on the weekend will, will definitely help them out um, on, on 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 against um, United. Yeah, it seems like he's got a little bit of a relationship brewing there with um, Zetanzend, and yeah, it seems yeah. like they're trying to beat uh, a lot of defenders on the back foot. Which, um, 
if, if I can't recall the the players, the le the left back at um, Man United now, is it? Um, oh, oh, oh. The right footed player that they put there. What's it called? Williams. Williams. Yeah, he could come oh, in the string if, if um, Townsend yeah. and Zaha are on top of him. Yeah, true. No, Williams is a is a erratic in the challenge sometimes, um, and he's he's young and he's twenty years old, so sometimes he doesn't. Uh, um, you know, jockey the man he wants to to dive in, which which isn't good. But but I just hope that Shaw will start. Shaw got some minutes against uh, in the, the preseason game, so which, which was good. Um, and then yeah, Aaron Bissaka will play on the right. Um, he obviously was under quarantine. Like so many players were just under quarantine. It's not the best best start, you know. What I mean, Mata was under quarantine. Bruno Fernandez had to stay in Portugal because his child was being born, and then he only came back on Sunday. Pogba only came back on on Friday. You know what I mean, so all these players. Are Coming back to the team. Excuses already. When, when you're Ashley Young, you're still in the WhatsApp group and you're getting all this information. It's fantastic. Thank you. Thank you for keeping <laughs> us here. Oh, it just means the excuses are ready, champ. The <laughs> <laughs> no, man's got a long really list of excuses coming. ready. <laughs> I think that's what I do. And I think that's why. Um, if, if, if they had two weeks together, I would have said three no. But two one. Yeah, okay. <laughs> the comment section. I'm looking at um, Sweet Death Face as well as Marcus Curry, and they're saying that there's an argument here between Shaw and Williams. And um, Sweet Death Face says, not up to the mark to wear the United shirt is Williams. Do you agree with that, Silo? This is your club. So, with, with, with Williams, right? Um, he's 20. Um, I feel that um, Williams is a good squad player. So definitely not a not a not a starter for United. Definitely not a starter, and and that's why um, we needed to get a left-footed left back. You know what I mean? I never like a, a right-footed player playing left back because you always have to cut into your right foot. You know what I mean? If if you can't uh, pass the ball down the line with your left foot and you always have to cut to the right, it it's not good. So I think <laughs> yeah, he's right. Luke Shaw, then Luke Shaw is tops. So Luke Shaw will start on the left. Um, and Williams will be a good bench option, man. Um, it's a good bench option to start. I mean, to to be to to play in the League Cup uh, and to come to come off um, if if obviously get someone gets an injury. But even 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 long term, I think they are better develop uh, development players that are probably two years younger than him um, in, in in the right back position. Uh, there's a there's a kid by the name of Ethan Laird. Uh, he's just been unfortunate with a bit of injury, so he's a year younger than uh, than uh, the Williams. So Williams um, and and Ethan Laird. They were both right backs, and because uh, because um, uh, Ethan, um, Ethan Laird was the better right back, Williams had to go. I see them asking you what foot you are, Jim, because you might end up on the left back at, at Man United as well if you're not careful, Ashley. <laughs> hey, man. hey man, I'm 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 multi-footed, man. I don't know which one's, which has my best foot. <laughs> but I saw uh, Nico Macheke also mentioning <laughs> that uh, he sees a 3-0 coming from Man United, which could be fair. He's, he's being kind because he's a Chelsea fan. I'm surprised he said 3-0, but but yeah, no, I'm I'm glad Nico, my my boy Nico said that that we'll 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 we'll, we'll win 3-0, man. You know. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I want to quiz this, Silo. I want to say this though. Um, I know Marcus has asked. Um, if he wants to hear the, the Liverpool thoughts of the weekend, we have covered that just before. So we're not going to go into that. So if you want to, when this is finished, you can go and watch it. But I just want to get back to the point that if they do not get the result that we all think they're going to get on the weekend, United, what does that do to Ole Gunnar? Does, does he then 
demand funds from from his chairman and say, listen, go give me the players I actually want, or does he keep working with the young players? And again, what I say is, and I'm talking about the Liverpool transfer strategy in particular, is it's, it's in terms of signing young players. And I'm talking about the early days when um, the Liverpool Fenway group took over, um, signing young players and molding them. And I know for Ole Gunnar, Solskjaer, it's important to be able to do that because he can't necessarily demand the respect from your, your bigger players. His yeah. significant point would be signing bigger characters that would then help him do that. You'd get like a soldier on his team like Van from Tux would do with us, uh, Mossa. As an example, you'd have players pretty much building that culture in the dressing room. Um, so for him, it's important to bring in young players. So what, what kind of pressure is he going to be under if he doesn't get three points? That's the question I want to ask you guys. If he doesn't get the three points, um, you know, I think, you know, and listen, at the end of the day, the fan base right now is just angry at Ed Woodward and the Glazers right now. You know what I mean? We, we, we're not looking at, at, at OGS. You know what I mean? We, 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 we're not looking past that. Um, the only thing, obviously, we can only be critical on, uh, about him is the way we play. So, obviously, if, if the performance on the day is not great, you know what I mean? So, so if his in-game management is poor again, if he, the tactics, tactics that he start, starts with is poor then we can obviously uh, be on his case. But it's the first game. And I, I, if he loses the game, um, we won't obviously, um, you know, um, throw hoo- uh, hoorah about it. But, but yes, um, he will look back to, 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 uh, to, to, uh, to the board and say, hey, listen, guys, I need some players. I need some, 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 some creative-minded uh, 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 players to, to, to bring on the ball. Uh, because, yeah, that, at the end of the day, that, that is the problem, you know. Um, are you going to bring in, um, you know, the Walsh, uh, the Walsh, um, you know, um, with, with you know the fast, the fastest guy ever. You know what I mean? That guy just runs. You know what I mean? That guy, you know, he's he's great at running, but his final delivery is so poor. You know what I mean? I, you know, I I loved him at the beginning because he gave so much energy. Uh, but I think the, the 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 occasion of playing for Man United got the better of him, and he just couldn't sustain his his early performances. So at the end of the day, Solskjaer will just say, "Hey, man, guys, we, I need some reinforcements." You guys saw if we lose, for instance. Uh, lose two one, or we or or Palace wins one 0 for instance. Then you'll say, "Hey, listen, guys, I need reinforcements. I couldn't bring on an attacking substitute because um, I've got Odion Igalo and um, Dan James. That's not enough, you know what I mean? So then you'll probably yeah, say, yeah. Hey, guys, I need right. some, some, some some signings.' Fair point. Fair point. They said on. I like that. I like that last point towards the end there. Wonga West Ham Arsenal Arsenal West Ham playing the first game at the Emirates. How's that going to go down, my friend? One way. Chris, them. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm pretty confident we'll take it. There's no way. There's no way. There's no way. No way. This is a big transformation. Arsenal. No way. I, I'm, I don't know. I don't know about no this. Yo, wow. Nah, I'm so used see, to seeing Arsenal like this. Like, I don't uh, see West Ham doing it. I don't I don't see I, I, I honestly if West Ham can press Arsenal when they're passing the ball back, then I can see us being in danger. And I don't I can't see West Ham doing that. Um I think yeah, they're gonna sit back. It's it's more I can't I, I don't see them pressing Arsenal when they get back. I see them Arsenal being comfortable with the back and then and then they're gonna try and press them a little bit too late, not trying to make sure that they press them there in the penalty box. And if they if they're gonna let Arsenal to draw them in and pass out because it's exactly what Pep is doing I mean exactly what Pep got to the Premier League Um, Mm -hmm. and they're doing it very and I think they're doing it uh, very well they do that 
I arrest them. No, I, I can. Yeah. I, Is there any chance you're going to see Gunduzi? No, I don't think so. I think the man's done. I think they're trying to Gunduzi. ship him out. Oof. Yeah, they're trying, to, they're, trying to, they're trying to ship him out. They're trying to use him as a deal to bring yeah. other players. I'm not, they're strongly linked but with... The one player I don't know. Yeah, look. Yeah. I, 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 for me, I think we can... Uh, I'm sure he can find someone that can replace Ganduzi. I'm not too worried about him. I'm, yeah, so I'm with, sure he can with, find someone to replace uh, Shaka as well. Hey, yo, yeah. hey, yo. Uh, your Shaka hate guys is 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 a hectic. <laughs> no, no, we're not done. Shaka, we're done. Okay, so Wonga says it's going to be done. It's going to be a straightforward victory. Obviously, yeah. West Ham in a crappy situation. I said two 0 to, 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 to Arsenal. Two 0 to Arsenal. Arsenal three. Arsenal three. 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 West Ham have been sloppy, so um, I could. Arsenal. You can't see goals coming from a bummer. Yeah. I, I, I do think you're going to see a few more goals um, uh, coming from uh, the rest of the squad as well. Like, um, so I think yeah, a two 0 from Arsenal would be would be an impressive result for them. Yeah, I think I think saying one way is a bit of a mm. highway state where things you know we we know that yeah. Arsenal aren't on any highway as of yet. They're only just leaving their 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 garden. So there's there's two ways going. So I think there's there's a chance for an upset. There's a chance, but I think but it's a huge but. Um, yeah. I think. Look, I think last time Arsenal I played, last time played. Sorry, what's that? No, no. Let's go. To point. Yeah, I like this one. <laughs> go to next one. It's fine. Go to next one. I can't. Yeah, I couldn't hear what you said before. It's fine. Through. You know, you know. We all know what happens when you don't follow through. Fifty-fifty is you get seriously injured. Okay, so we're gonna go. Man City, Wolves, we've got the Portuguese B-side against uh, Pep Guardiola's first game of the season. What are we thinking here? They have to prove. They have to prove That's they're the best, right? One, eh? Yeah. Man City just have to come out uh, showing that they are Man City. Pep Guardiola's got the, the squad figured out. They've got talent every position of the field. Um, yeah, it's just to see. It, it's going to be similar to... Um, with the, our inspection of Liverpool, where you actually want to see the team start off on song as opposed to uh, rumbling and tumbling and trying to get po like points, picking up points loosely. I think Man City have to start uh, with the right impetus and the right um, approach, and I think they definitely will under them. Is 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 Laporte? Is he now negative of um, COVID, man? And and Murray's. Because I remember the two of them had had um, coronavirus, so I just wonder if if they if they've been training. You know what I realized actually, man, is that I actually don't don't have much um, Man City traffic on my on my on my Twitter because Man City fans. You know, so so for instance, you know, because I have Arsenal uh, people that I follow, people that I know that I support Arsenal, Chelsea. Uh, Liverpool, you know what I mean? So then you kind of get to know stuff about their team because they retweet it or like it or whatever. But Man City, man, I don't know what's happening, man. I just know that those guys got coronavirus and then now I know nothing about Man City. Like, literally, I don't know what came back to training. Um, I don't know what's going on. But but I feel that with, with that game, it would be quite interesting. Uh, Man City still need one more signing in, in the centre of defence. Um, yeah, cool. Their attack is, is, is firing. You know, you know, um, Jesus, Sterling, Bernardo, Foden, 
you know, um, KD. It's a long list. Yeah, so quite a long list. So, so I think obviously Man City will not want to uh, be behind, you know, because 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 obviously with, with what Liverpool did last season with the, with the with the great start, they will have the pressure to already get three points. Um, and obviously they'll already be a game behind um, um, Liverpool, so they will want to win. But Wolves, man, Wolves looked impressive against Sheffield. But or maybe is it because Sheffield were were poor? But they started hot, and and Wolves never start hot. I mean, Wolves never start hot. Uh, Madama Traore was looking hot. Uh, Jimenez, um, clinic, whatever. So it'll be a tough game. Man. I don't know. I don't know if it'll be a one-one or a two-one yeah. to City. But four lines. Even if Wolves wouldn't surprise me if they won as well. Yeah, man. And I think um, the way in which Wolves ended the season, and Mosa mentioned this last week, teams tend to start the new season the way in which they end. And they were firing on cylinders. They were unlucky in the Europa. They've got Adama Traore. He's found this. He's, he's a newfound Hulk in that in that Wolves jersey. And all of a sudden, there's talk about him going back to Barca. And it's a big player that they regret not keeping on their books, etc., etc., etc. He was a player who like severely lacked a certain amount of confidence. And now he's playing from the right wing back. He's bombing forward. He's playing behind the striker. He's doing a lot of things. And on his day, is completely unplayable. Which is why I'm really fascinated in terms of why we should be talking about this game in particular. Because, like you guys have already mentioned about Man City, they've signed one or two players. They still haven't found that centre-back, which is their huge weakness at the moment. And um, there has been talk about Kalubali from Napoli. That hasn't happened yet. Now they're talking about another Atletico Madrid centre-half that they're seeing as a cheap alternative. Whether or not that happens remains to be seen. But the issue is, at City, is that they play one way. And they play. They push very high up in the field, leaving a lot of space in behind for a player like a, a Adama Traore. And I, I think Nuno Espirito Santo there at Wolves has done a fantastic job. And, and there's a reason why I say it's the Portuguese B squad, because a lot of those players are making getting their call-ups in the Portuguese team. And because Jorge Mendes, who is co-owner slash agent, will dominate. He's also Ronaldo's agent. <laughs> <laughs> so, and, and if you look at... Uh, Raul's, fin- Raul's finish on the weekend. I mean, what a quality striker. The ball gets played. He is, you talking about, when you asked the question about uh, Roberto Firmino earlier, and you're talking about a number nine, he's the number nine you were referring to when you're talking about that question. He's that number nine that he yeah. lurked out into the box and he just, he's got all types of finishes. He puts his foot through it. He taps it in. He heads that thing. He just finds a way. And the calmness, I just pictured when Mosa was playing up front at Varsity Cup when the ball got played into the box. Or myself, if I got played, we don't finish the ball like that. That thing lands up far, far into the stands. And the man, the way in which he just knew how to pull his back, foot back and just put it in the corner. Wait, that wait, is are, you saying, are you saying I was, I was the one landing it in the stands or in the back of the net? Well, if it was with your head, it was in the back of the net. It was <laughs> You confused the two in terms of the clearance. Right, that's, that's, You're confusing me because I never seen balls go to the stands, man. Not in <laughs> so I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that City are going to walk away this weekend without three points in the bag. Oof. One guy, <laughs> chair in this conversation. Uh, look, yeah, look. I think City. I mean, you know, Wolves. I think. Last year, they did a double on City. The first, at, at home, they beat them by scoring three goals. And I think when they were away, they, 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 scored, they scored two. two yeah. And Man, Man City had no reply for that. It was 2-0. No. 
And 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 every time, even during that year as well, when they played each other, it was you wolves always were uh, were always a problem for Man City. I know Pep Guardiola even knows it himself. It's gonna be a frustrating to have to craft. Do they have the players to do it? Of course they do. Um and yeah, I I, I can't even I don't know, it depends. I, I really don't know. I can't even call a side. Every well, game I, I watch that, I really don't that's, know. What's that's gonna where happen. we are with um, um if if but, we were asking this question six months ago, uh, uh a year ago about City against Wolves, it would be a completely different approach. But I guess it reflects how much um uh, Man City have fallen back after the Champions yeah. League losses and uh, the last leg of the the, the EPL run. Mm. Yeah, and I find it's going to be, it's a situation we've never seen Pep Guardiola before. Um, he's been at a club longer than what he's ever been at. He's had time to build it in the way in which he's wanted to build it in terms of throwing money at the problems is how he addresses things. And he's done that successfully, except now he's got a new challenge where the likes of Liverpool have caught up and they're setting the pace now. So how does he keep up with the pace that's been set? And that's the big question that he has to answer and prove doubt is wrong. And if you're looking at his Champions League record, which is why he was brought in in the first place, it's been dreadful. It's been dreadful. Yeah. And I feel like I don't think they're going to do any better this season from a Champions League perspective. If you look at what um, mm. De Bruyne's attitude was post-match in the interview in terms of going, it was the same old city. I do think culturally within that squad, there's a bit of an issue and there's a bit of a voodoo on the Champions League in itself, which is kind of—I mean, they can win everything else up until that point. But unless, until they they win the Champions League, that's going to be the big question mark. And I don't think—I think if they do start poorly midway season, there's a huge—and I mean, this is going to be an outrageous statement because it's Pep Guardiola—but there's a huge chance that he either walks away or he gets sacked. It's, that's one of the so he needs to get these three points. But I, I think it's going to be a fantastic challenge for them to face against the on a big pitch against a, a team like. Wolves that are geared up in a counter-attacking, counter-attacking setup. Yeah, I don't know how much longer Man City would go without winning a, a league or a Champions League and keeping Pep on. Um, it's a good point that you raise it. Potentially, he also has to figure out what 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 is there for, you know, with um, Man Man City. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's 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 it was a quite a quite a big topic at the end of last season to say has his reign at Man City been a success. You know what I mean? And 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 I was I was telling people that it's been a success um, on a domestic front. You know, what I mean, he's won the FA Cup, League Cup, uh, Premier League uh, more than once. He's, he's he's won all those titles, trophies more than once. But in the European stage, he's just faltered at the quarterfinals. He's not gone past the quarterfinals, which is which is which is very poor. And also it's the, the 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 opposition that he that, that he came against this past one, where he faced the Leon team. Leon weren't. Um, where you should change your starting lineup for them. You know what I mean? Mm. It's, it's a team must impose yourself. Your starting lineup, your starting lineup is a is a 4-2-3-1 or a 4-3-3. Now he's playing a different formation, playing people out of position. He's trying to overthink things. He yeah. must just impose himself on the on the game, and that's where you'll get the results. You know what I mean? And the and another season where he he didn't even bring on Sane against Tottenham where, where, they, where they lost to Tottenham. So he his decision making in the Champions League has been it has been very weird, you know. It's it's not the Pep Guardiola that, that you know we've we've come to know um, at at Barcelona and 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 even at Bayern. Even at Bayern, at least he made the semi-finals, you know. Um, but like at Man City, man, he's just missing something, you know. What I mean, um, maybe 
maybe this this is the as you said it's a voodoo maybe it's the mm-hmm. Arsenal you never championship voodoo now at man city yeah and you know, <laughs> <laughs> the Arsenal apparently Arsenal have that voodoo <laughs> is the reason it's because they just can't cross the line but Guardiola does do this thing where he he gets too too cute he gets too clever yeah he, he almost it's almost like he's envious of Claudio Ranieri for being called the tinker man and he's like I want that title I want that title and so there's sometimes there's no need and when you if you look at both teams coming up against each other right now you've got a wolves that know who they are they know their identity they've got players that are pushing for places they've signed a yeah. lot of young portuguese guys that want to make a mark on the footballing world and be the next cristiano ronaldo and then you've got a city that are going flip you can make you hold up and hey, the voodoo bear is gone yeah hey, voodoo he's <laughs> getting cold yeah, <laughs> we've done it again we've got carried away it is only our second episode we are going to get better in terms of managing our time let's pull the predictions we're going to start a silo we're going to go to let's go to mosa cuz i don't know what wonga is doing and we're going to end up with wonga in terms of final predictions silo in terms of prediction? the city or yeah um yeah my prediction is 1-1 Okay, my prediction is about uh, 3-0. No. Um, yeah, I've mentioned the reasons before. Oh, okay. Just I would yeah, I would say I would say I would say City to win 2-0. Um and that's because they I mean they lost they did a double on them last year and I don't think City will allow that to happen again. Well, they shouldn't. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm going to go with a a wolves win here logic because i think pep guardiola is going to be overthinking it and uh wolves wolves are going to rock up and and you know spoil the party i'm going to say 2-0 possibly 2-1 but more 2-0 towards the wolves yeah wait, wait. <laughs> the game will be entertaining that i can say you meant to score a goal Ooh, there's a, there's the game a will be entertaining it depends it depends on who's playing up front um obviously if it goes aguero yeah. The question then is does Aguero last 90 minutes we know he doesn't. So if Aguero is firing off the bat then yeah they're going to score a goal but if he's not I don't think they're going to score if he doesn't play. Okay. I still see Jesus coming in as uh, to with hey, a couple man. of goals. It's still they've options. They've got options to to get something from the the yeah. the, the encounter. It'll be interesting. Yeah. All right. And just like that guys, it's our second episode. Thank you for everyone who tuned in and watching. We managed to get 15 people watching live. Guys, come on. Come on. Yes. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah, it's That's good. That's good. We'll take it with our time and stick to our topics and also guys, when I send you guys mailers as to what we're going to talk about, let's let's stick to that, okay? All right? Okay. Don't hey, mention you need an episode by himself. I, I think I think the problem is man is just Ah, man, you can't sometimes you just don't know, you, you can't the time is is the time and you know what I mean you know Liverpool uh, Chelsea Man United there's a lot to talk about these teams man come on. yeah you know let's I mean? next time let's give Liverpool like two minutes give Man United two minutes give Arsenal two minutes and then Chelsea we can give 10 15 you know because big teams deserve that amount <laughs> <one> time <laughs> Now look, we ran over time because of these smaller teams. Nico says, Macheke, Macheke says Wolves to win 3-1. You see, I like Macheke. He might be on the show in the future just because if we think... Macheke plays Chelsea fan. 
Thanks for showing up, guys. We'll see you guys next week, same time. Cool stuff. Cheers. Oh, yeah. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Don't.